This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening. It is Monday night. It's Bank Holiday Monday here in the UK in Leicestershire, God's own county. How are you all doing? Hope you're keeping yourself and behaving yourselves, having lots of fun in the sunshine. Tonight it is Leicester Fan TV and we are very, very lucky to have Trevor Benjamin with us. So get your questions in. Let us know what you'd like to ask him. Let us know what your views are on him, what sort of things you want to hear from the dressing room, all the chat, all the banter. Get your questions in and we'll pose them straight through to Trevor Benjamin. Yes, as ever, we are streaming live tonight on Facebook and on Twitter and on YouTube and on Periscope. So wherever you're watching, please get your names in, get your comments in, and I can put them on screen just like I can do here. Soren is watching all the way out in Sweden. How are you, Soren? Hope you're well. Thanks for joining us the other week with Pontus Kamart. Ross is watching. Good evening to you, Ross. It is beautiful weather. You're right indeed. Ashley is watching. Thank you for watching. Please get your comments in. Ross has already got a question here. He's saying, what was the celebration about against Sheffield Wednesday in the League Cup match in 2002? I've no idea what Ross is on about, but we'll ask him that one to Trevor Benjamin. But to introduce him, the Mr. Fixer, as we call him here, is Jamie, live from the Fox's Arms. Jamie? I think it was something like that, and he was dancing around like that, I think, if I remember. But I can't... Well, ask him in a moment. I'm not sure. I think it was the old... I don't know, but whatever you call it, he'll tell us. Right, Big Trev, as you always know, came from Cambridge in uh, July of 2000. Old uh, Peter Taylor uh, brought him in as uh, one for the future. Uh, he's played... <clears throat> he played 91 games... He scored 12 goals and he uh, he was let go in December of 04 to Northampton. But while he was here, he was he went out on six loans while at the uh, while at the club, which I think must be some kind of record. So I think we ought to get him in and ask him about some of these loans. Brilliant. Let's get Trevor Benjamin in. How are you, Trevor? Yeah, I'm spot on. Thanks for the invite. How are you, Trev? You all right? Yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good. Perfect. Jamie, kick us off with a question. I'll get the ball rolling. Rightio, Trev. How did uh, 
Peter Taylor persuade you to leave Cambridge and come to Leicester? Because it was it was quite a big step up from Cambridge to Leicester, being Leicester in the Premier at the time. Yeah, be before that, um, he was at um, Gillingham, weren't he? So um, he tried to get me at Gillingham. Um, so he didn't quite get me at Gillingham. Um, I think he uh, asked about 700 grand at Gillingham. But then he went to, um, obviously went to Leicester. And then he just brought me along then. And it was kind of a dream for me. Was it an well, easy decision? Yeah. Sorry, was it an <clears throat> easy decision, Trevor? Oh, yeah, it was a no-brainer. To be honest, I was on holiday. And um, and I got a phone call. It was either Newcastle or Leicester. And it was just Leicester was a team for me because it, it had my style or how I like to play. And Jane. did you, um, I was going to say, did he tell you that you'd be one for the future then and bring you through slowly? Or did you, did you, did you think you'd be able to get straight away in the, in the first team and start straight away? No, or did you know no, you'd be, I'm, yeah. No, I, I weren't. I weren't that that um, naive, to be honest. So I knew I had to kind of work hard because there was some big names and big players uh, above me or next to me or whatever. So I, I kind of really bide me time as well. Absolutely. I'm going to bring in. We've got Tom joining us and also Lee as well. Good evening, chaps. Hey guys. Hey guys. Good evening, guys. If I come to you first of all, Tom, what would you like yeah. to ask, uh, Big Trev? Uh, you, you were around the football club for the first season when you came in, then you went on loan for a season. Uh, in the season, the club got relegated to uh, the old Division 1 at the time. You then got brought back in under Mickey Adams uh, and were part of that promotion team. Is that probably one of the biggest achievements of your career, to, you know, as a footballer being promoted from Division 1? And in that season, you, you know, you scored, uh, played 35 games with eight goals, but some of the goals were crucial. I remember the Portsmouth at home. Funny what you're saying. Can you not hear what uh, Tom is saying there, He was talking about the promotion season that uh, when we came up from uh, Division 1, as it was back up, uh, you scored some very critical goals in that season. I think he was saying 35 appearances and eight goals. Do you remember which yeah, one no, those? Yeah, yeah I, me I remember that, that season. Clearly, it was, um, well, it was, was it the League 1? or uh, well, League one Division 1, yeah. Division yeah, Division 1 then. Yeah, no, um, it was a it was a good season for me. Um, to be honest, I, I made sure I come back sharp and fit that season. To be honest, um, I probably got complacent in a little while because I enjoyed what I was doing and it was a lovely club and what have you. Knew in my position, I weren't going to start straight away, but I probably got very complacent. But then I said to myself, "Look, I got to pull my socks up." And that year, where I really went away pre-season, worked hard, uh, put me grafting, and come back sharp and ready to go and that year obviously we we we've done well chappers yeah um you joined in obviously 2000 um and uh obviously big names there uh leicester legends in in the year 2000 we still had muzzy is it there and uh and quite a few other uh, big names uh, who for you was the the best player that you played alongside uh during your time at leicester i'll have to say um there's like neil lennon yeah, just I, I, I tell kids, kids these days, watch Neil Lennon. How simple he was. You didn't see him play a ball over twenty yards. Do you know what I mean? Unless it was into a striker's feet. But um, Neil Lennon was just, just simple and just give it easy. Give it to Muzzy, who played the the longer range, and, and um, Sav, who played, ran around and done the shorter things. Do you know what I mean? So 
it worked. Good balance, them three. But um, for me, it must pull Dick off. Yeah. Pull Dick off. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people mentioned. Yeah. yeah. yeah on Dublin there was oh so many you know what I mean <laughs> there was some good strikers around the club at that point wasn't there uh, Tom can you hear us again yeah can you hear me now Trev yeah mate yeah I can yeah. I was going to say we go into strikers and uh, the list of names reels off uh, Dean Sturridge Dion Dublin mm. Cotty I think probably was still at the club Collie Moore yeah, Cresswell Dickov yeah. Bai came into the club the same time as yourself as a youngster coming into that environment for the, the money, what the football club had paid, I mean, back in the day, that was a lot of money, 1.3 million. Did you feel there was pressure on you to like show these lads why the club had spent the money on you in night like, training? Yeah, actually, mate, I'm going to re- re- correct you. It was 1.5, actually. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Tom! Oh, Tom! All that homework you've done. All that homework. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Just rough. <laughs> hey, no, hey, no. hey, hey, we're, we're starting oh, on the rib stories oh, already. That's a good rib, that is. Good rib. Yeah. Good rib. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, it was a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? Back then, and um, at the end of the day, I, they, that's what they paid for me, whether I was worth it or not, or who thought I was worth it or not. That's what they paid for me. And I, I just went in as a young, um, fresh, uh, fearless kid. Do you know what I mean? Who come in to impress. Yeah, absolutely. Chappers? Yeah, um, I've got uh, a few bits and bobs here um, from the the comments. Um, uh, who would you, who would? Oh God, where's it gone? Uh, da, da, da. Kenny Giddings said, "Who would be your perfect strike partner?" Who's that? Sorry. Who would be your perfect <laughs> strike partner, Trev? What at Leicester or? Yes, while you're at Leicester, let's keep it on Leicester for now. Um, I, I, I say um, Paul Dickoff, just the way like he, he wanted me to like he wanted to get me scraps. Do you know what I mean? And then go and score. Um, so he always used to tell me. Um, he got he must have got. Um, he was playing against Arsenal, and um, I think Tony Adam Tony Adams or um, Martin Keown hit him quite hard, and he like come over to me when we were doing it. Trip, do them for me. So I, I got <laughs> So, so I got Ian Walker to hang the ball up, and then I've gone across and done um, Martin Keown, and then like Paul, me and Paul Dickoff was laughing to each other. Do you know what I mean? So, oh. A lot of Leicester fans will like you giving Martin oh, Keown yeah. one. Um, oh uh, yeah, just a bit. Just I've a got bit. A question here from Ross Howard, who who asked this just before he came on, but he says, "What was this celebration against Sheffield Wednesday in the league match, two thousand and two? You did a spin on your back. It was hilarious." And yeah, no, when, when we was kids, when we was kids, we used to love being doing breakdance. So, yeah. so we used to go in my mum's alley, and uh, my mum's alleyway, and like we used to have like breakdance competitions <laughs> and breakdance battles against <laughs> like, our local the next next streets and whatever. <laughs> So I, I learned I learned the backspin. So I've always wanted to do, to do it on a field. That's awesome. That's um, awesome. I, I like... thought there, I thought there was one the funky. He did the funky chicken once yeah, as well. I think do... doing one. Go- he did one like that. I'm sure. Is that Middlesbrough when his first goal? I think so. Yeah. 
Oh, is he gone? Oh, I think, I think we've lost him. Go on, Jamie. No, no, absolutely. Oh, is that? Yeah, no. I used to love the celebrations. I did. Uh, me, and, like, me and a few of the lads at Cambridge always used to do that. So then I, I wanted to bring it bring it to Leicester. And to be honest, I had a chance to do that. Yeah, you, you're, you're, you're a player that seems like you're up for a bit of fun. Um, so uh, I'm going to give Andy Medhurst this one. He's asked, who was the joker in the pack during your time at Leicester? Who was the joker in the pack? Like any good rib stories to tell us? Yeah, it was um, Alan Rogers and uh, Ben Thatcher and, me, and, me, and, me, and myself, to be honest. Um <laughs> We the, the coaches the coaches had a, had a a great meeting or some important meeting to go to, and, and um, me and um, Ben Thatcher uh, went in their change room. We cut up their shoes, we cut up their socks, cut up their ties, <laughs> cut, cut the off the, um... <laughs> Oh, they were devastated. <laughs> Should we? Can we ask which and, uh, which boss it was? Uh, it was Peter. Uh, uh, Mickey, Adams. Mickey, Adams. Mickey Adams. Mickey Adams. So you can probably <laughs> take the joke. We'll, we'll write that one down so when we get him on, we'll ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Does he know it was you, Trev, did it? Okay. He's... Oh, Let's come so back to you, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the question I was going to ask was... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say a question for Trevor. Uh, under the time at the club, you had Peter Taylor, ooh, Mickey Adams, uh, Dave Bassett, I think, was manager for a small point. Who was the best manager you worked under at the club? I know you, Peter Taylor brought you in, but the more, most games, I think, probably was under uh, Mickey you played. Say it again, sorry. Say it again, Tom. I was going to say, uh, you at the club, who was the, the best manager you worked under? Because you had Peter Taylor, Dave Bassett and uh, Mickey Adams. Um, I just think um, they're, they're all great managers and what have you. I just think Mickey got the best out of me. He got the best out of me by what he did. He loved he loved work rate. He loved to be fit, keep fit lads and what have you. And we was a fit team when he come, whatever you. Do you know what I mean? So I think Mickey Adams got the best out of me. In that time, that's why Pencil played. Absolutely, Chappers. Yeah, um, it's it's a a big career for you, really, a long career. Um, don't you don't you hold a record for the most amount of clubs played in the football league? Is that right? I think Trev's Trev's having a little bit of issues. I think with his Wi-Fi. I think he I is. Think. <laughs> he had, he did. Hopefully, he'll come back very shortly. Um, it's a bit he, bit of a journeyman, he, isn't he? Well, he's played for some teams, didn't he, over the time. A lot of loan spells. And I know at Leicester, guys, he was very much liked by the fans, wasn't he, Tom? Oh, look, he came in as a young lad. I think there was a, a lot of uh, people thought he was an Hesky coming through. That we're, That's yeah. the kind of line we're going for. Uh, like I said, the first season, he played, like I think, five or six games in that first premiership year. scored one goal. The second season, he was shipped out and went to Watford and Palace on loan. But then that's like I say that season in the championship, he came back as a different player, like you just mentioned. And his goals against Portsmouth, his, his goals against Burnley and Sheffield you know, Wednesday in the cup, uh, Rotherham to make a one-one draw, what basically nearly sealed promotion for us that year. Then we beat uh, Brighton at home to you know go up. So he, he's definitely a fan's favourite for the amount of goals he put in that season. And 
it's like you say, his work rate, that was the main thing what uh, Leicester fans want to, in any player. You work hard, the play, you know, fans will appreciate you. Yeah, Trev, we were just, I guess the question sort of here is, did you realise as a player that even though it was 20 odd years ago now, or 18 years ago, when you first came, you, you very quickly became a fan's favourite because of the effort you put in on the pitch. I think the fans took to you at Leicester a lot. Could you feel some of that? Yeah, totally, totally. That's why I loved it so much because that was that was like my game. I love to work hard, even though like I think these days it's changed a bit. But I love to work hard and I love to put the effort in, and I give a hundred percent. Technically, I probably weren't the best, but effort and heart and desire, I was probably yeah. one of the best. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. Yeah, I was just going to ask, what was it like in that season we went up? Because uh, we went to administration that year as well. What was it like playing football and with all what was going on in the background? Did it affect you at all? Or did you just get on with the football and leave um, everything? No, I think the lads, because we all come in an agreement as a, as a team and as a club, that we all agreed to take the deferral. Do you know what I mean? And we did. And because we everyone come together, we, we, we were fearless that season. Everyone, every ground we went to, we smelt the fear. We tasted the fear of other teams we were playing against. And we knew we were going to turn up and win. Was it a bit of a backs-against-the-wall type of mentality then, Trev, that season? Yeah, probably. As, yeah, probably as well, because we knew we had to get promoted again. But as well as, we, we had a good team. We had a good dressing room that year. It was like unbelievable. Um, just the players we had, we had the characters, what we had. It was, ah, oh, it was oh, still getting give me shivers down my spine now. I'm <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> Trevor, am I right in saying you played at both Filbert Street and the Walker Stadium? I'm not sure yeah. if I'm right on that fact, but I think yeah, you played at both. Could you, if you did, yeah, could you talk us through what's what's the difference between an old style ground like that and then the Walkers as a player? I think I think everything new. So everyone likes something new, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? And I think yeah. it was like the the standard the the change rooms were new compared to the change of what we had. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To, but, but again, a bigger, wider, more space. Do you know what I mean? So that was all it was, really. Yeah. Tom, if I'm going to pass it back over to you and then I'll come to Chappers after. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you talk about Walker Stadium and Filbert Street. One of your memories must have been that you played for the under-21s at Filbert Street. must have been a good moment in your career. Sorry, Tom, I couldn't hear you again, mate. Sorry, Take mate. It, uh, one of your big moments at the club, uh, especially at Filbert Street, was playing for the England under-21s game that I went to. I remember you coming on and playing in that game. Uh, was that a big moment in your career, getting an under-21 call-up? Yeah, it was massive. You know what I mean? I didn't expect the call up, but it was a it was a it was a joy to do to play for your country. That's kind of every every boy's dream to to do that. I mean, and I got the the privilege to do that. And then you went on, Trev. You went on to uh, represent uh, Jamaica, didn't you? A couple of full is that full caps you got for Jamaica? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got uh, two, three full caps. What I played for Jamaica. Probably being being probably a bit wise, thinking I'm not going to play for England. You've got the <laughs> Alan Shearer, you've got all them lot playing, and then you got, you know what I mean? So I thought I'd jump ship and go and play for the uh, Hey, <laughs> a lot of players hey, don't you... get the chance to make it internationally, so they'd take that. There's a lot of players didn't make it, did they, Jamie? So... That was a lot of players that didn't make it. 
And if you've got a chance of playing for whoever, then fair, take it. If you think you're not going to make it one way, you go another way. And he's got yeah. international caps in his locker, but you can't complain at that at all. No, not at all. Um, Chappers, I, yeah, no. I'm going to go, I'm going to go a bit forwards now to today's game. Um, what does Trev think of uh, Leicester City's current squad, and how far do you think we can really go in the next five years? Sorry, mate. Say it again, Lee. Yeah, what does Trev think of the current Leicester squad? Yeah, oh, decent, mate. You got good forwards. You got good solid defence. You got good young lads coming through. I'm, I'm, it's a joy to watch, to be honest. And being there, like obviously winning the Premier League, but being still in the top two, top three is like fantastic for me. I'm buzzing off it. Where, where were you uh, when Leicester won the league? You know what? What were you doing at the time? Because we've all got our own stories about when Leicester won the league. Where were you? I was I was at home, I was at home watching uh, the Tottenham Tottenham Chelsea game, so I was at home watching that game, kind of on edge to be honest, and thinking, flipping hell, I'm ten years too late there, isn't I? It would have been nice. Nah, so I was I was at home, mate. Yeah. So do you still have a little bit of a feeling for the club, even though it was sixteen years ago? You last played for us. Is that little bit there still part of you? Is still Leicester? Ah, oh, it's still it's still there. Do you know what I mean? As soon as like the, the lads won won the Premier League or the, the Leicester won the Premier League, I put my picture underneath like when we got promoted from the championship. And have you been back since since you've left? Have you been back as a player or just as a fan? Yeah, I, I pop back now and then. I see like the physio Dave and the kit man uh, Maka, and when they when they play Newcastle, I I, I watch that. Uh, Met them at the hotel, me and my boys. We met them at the hotel and spoke to the lads and met the kit man and stuff like that. So, fantastic. Trev, before Good. we let you go, I've got a question for you. What are you up to nowadays? Are you, are you still? What, what's what's keeping you busy? What wasn't you managing uh, one of the women's so, sides um, at one point? That's right. Yeah, um, a couple of years ago, I was managing Newcastle ladies. Yeah. Um, so that was like a good good season. So we had a good season there, um, but it was only for a season, to be honest. Then I then I then I moved on. Um, at the minute, what we're doing, um, we're we're running a maintenance company, a cleaning maintenance company. Me, well, my family ran business. So we've been doing about twelve years. So that's keeping me busy, to be honest. As well as I got um, a um, football coaching camps and stuff like that. What we do up in the northeast, and it's going really well. So we've been going about two years with that. So you still got, still got, a, I suppose, a foot in the game as such. Yeah. Sorry? You're still in the game to some extent and coaching the next generation of lads. You got any talent for Leicester to spot? <laughs> uh, honestly, no, no, seriously. In the northeast, is so missed, and the talent because there's only like, uh, like small, small windows for certain kids. There's like so much talent here, and I'm like just got a plan to gather them all up and send them all right out of the way yeah <laughs> right i think we've got time for one more question i'll pan- pass it over to tom if you just want one more before we let trev go yeah i was gonna say trev you know you've you did leicester you played for some other clubs on your times uh what was your probably say go back to Leicester. what's your most memorable goal what was the goal that you remember the most 
uh, as a Leicester player. I think you guys mentioned it in when just as I would come off and come back on. It was there's there's just so many there's just so many like moments and goals and time at Leicester. Probably say that one of the Rotherham goals where we were near there there and about promoted. Um, just 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 my time really. It was amazing and it's like one I'll never forget because my dream it was my dream. And being at Leicester is fulfilled part of my dream, and that's never forgot. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. Thanks. I think we're going to leave it there tonight. Thanks so much, Trev, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Cheers, Trev. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Cheers, Trev. Thanks so much, Trev. A big fan's favourite. We'll let you go. Cheers. Cheers, Trev. That's Trev. He's gone. a good one. It was a good good one. one. I apologise. Sadly, the tech tech line I think from Trev's end was a little bit uh, ropey at times but we got through it didn't we chappers yeah yeah we did um it was uh got got a few little funny stories as well out of there as well so that was good uh, he seems like he's up for a bit of a laugh old Trev so yeah yeah um what we got up next Jamie do you know we have got on Wednesday Wednesday night not Thursday night this week Wednesday night and from now on it will be every Wednesday night we have got Jordan Stewart who played with Trev and I should have given Trev a uh, a message from Jordan, but I forgot. <laughs> oh. Jamie, come on. I forgot. I forgot. It was only A up, Trev. Oh. That was all it was. But I just forgot. I just remembered. I should have said it to him, but it doesn't matter. Go on, Tom. I forgot all bit... about it. Jordan Stewart. Uh, and there's some... Did he... I mean, he certainly played at Filbert Street, didn't he? Yeah, Jordan played, came through the ranks, uh, started playing at Filbert Street. Uh, tricky left winger. Always good at getting his head down and running to the uh, bar line and crossing it in. Uh, had some memorable moments at the club, scored the first goal at the King Power. Yes, that's uh, what I was going to say. I thought he held some sort of record. Yeah, in a pre-season yeah. friendly against uh, Atletico Bilbao, if I remember rightly. Uh, yeah, but don't tell, <laughs> don't then, tell Brian Dean that, because Brian, yeah, Brian Dean don't like that. He's, Brian Dean thinks he scored the first one, doesn't he? <laughs> the first official goal, yeah, <laughs> Brian Dean is. Uh, and then we talk about his career. He played the Division 1 season after we'd gone down, helped us get promotion. Scored a cracking goal at Man City away. I remember that game. Uh, oh, yeah. From the halfway line. It? Yeah, ramp on the halfway line and bent it in the bottom corner. So I think it'd be quite an interesting one to get his side as a young lad like Matt Piper, who came through but stayed at the club for, you know, four seasons, five seasons before moving on. Uh, be an interesting chat on Wednesday night. Oh, we've spoke- he also went to play football in Greece as well, which seems to be a bit strange well, we uh, can- option. A young we- lad going to Greece. We can ask him all these things on Wednesday. I do feel for some of the players we've chatted with around that 2000 to 2005 period, Trev was obviously part of that. We do, I think we do all forget what a, what a chaotic time it was at the club with moving, moving grounds. Yeah. Countless managers, countless managers. And then uh, administration. Yeah. I was going to say the administration was a massive part of that club in the time. I mean, I remember the going into administration on the, the Friday evening thinking what the hell's happening. And then getting on the coach at 10 o'clock on the Saturday morning and travelling the short distance up the road to the to the city ground to take on Nottingham Forest. We got a two-all draw in the, when, when they scored in the last minute. And then from then on, I think a lot of Leicester fans think, what is going to happen? Because for two weeks, there was talk that the clubs were about to go bust and there that was the end of Leicester. No club. There was That's, talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, you know what? That's one thing that I don't think we've covered very much, um, which is the administration. Maybe we should have a look more into it and, and do a show on it or something. Yeah, yeah. we could do. 
I think it's it's a good idea, Chab. I just think it's worth remembering some of these players. It was chaotic with the amount of managers and what was going on. They did well to somehow get promoted that season. And full of respect to the players, like Trevor said, they took wage cuts to stay and play. I yeah, mean, yeah. two players who I mentioned the night, Billy McKinley uh, and Nicky Sunnaby came to the football Summerby. club. Uh, and played for free. They weren't being paid. They, yeah. they came in and played for free until things were sorted and got paid at the end of the season. There's not many players well, that they, do that nowadays. No, I would. They came, I would. The, first, I the, would. First, <laughs> the first two months were expenses only, wasn't it? Like hotel yep. and food at the ground, and that was it. That's all they got paid. If well, it's not even anything really, but no, to keep the players was. And that the deal to go to Alcudi with you, isn't it? It's just expenses. Yeah, you've been trying to arrange it for three years, and you've not made it yet. So it's the offers <laughs> went down the path. This coronavirus There's always one of you that keeps dropping out. Right. <laughs> Chaps. The, in, the, invite ends, the invite ends at this year. Yeah. And you did say, <laughs> Jamie, you did say it was free beer. Yeah. Brilliant. I'm Thank sure you. I can sort something out for you. Free beer mm. all holiday. It's all the yeah. stuff was going to happen. Maybe all holiday. <laughs> right. hey, maybe, maybe we could all jump in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to get a bigger pool with you, chap, after being in lockdown all that time. <laughs> right let's leave it there guys um, when, thanks uh, chaps Wednesday night then is it 7 o'clock or 7.30 no 7.30 7.30 Wednesday night thanks boss right we'll see you on Wednesday at 7.30 uh, chappers come on it's your turn to do the yep. socials yep yep make sure you follow us at Leicester Fan TV on socials uh, Instagram Twitter we're on everything you can name um, if you're watching through uh, YouTube right now hit the subscribe button that'll help us grow to 5,000 we're very close to 5,000 subscribers right now so help help us away like 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 there you go thanks chappers see you soon he's gone he's thanks, gone see, see you all later thanks Tom see you soon Cheers, mate. Most of all, thanks for all you guys for watching. Um, we tried to get a few comments in today. It was tricky because we were trying to do on the fly the tech side of it. Uh, Sean saying he's coming out to the Foxes Arms later this year. Thanks, Sean, for that. Uh, Ross, thanks for your comments. Thanks for Rob's as well. And thanks for Kenny's. Lots of you getting your comments in. Really, really pleased for that. As ever, uh, like Chapel says, go and follow us on all the socials that you can see at LeicesterFanTV.com. Go and follow the guys who help us out, which is Emergency Glazing Vehicles, Pink, uh, Cars, Tiger, ADT Taxis, Peter Pieces, The Foxes, Obs, Hologram, Harlow Geek, and of course the charity we support, Bodie Hodges, which is a Leicester charity. So uh, go follow all those guys if you can, and we'll see you on Wednesday night for our next Leicester Fan TV show. From me, Phil, see you next time. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.